everyone. Welcome back to Beards, Brews, and Bourbons. I hope you've had a good time off. You've enjoyed your winter break. We're now in 2023, which is kind of uh, amazing to think about. I guess before I dive. Yeah. Sorry. Well, as I was going to say, before I dive into the show and the content, we should say who we are and what the show is about. So who do I have on the show with me today? Wait, who am I again? Oh, right. Jay Beaverton. I thought I was Jay Beaverton. Oh, you're Jay Irish. Beaverton. You're oh, on the Irish giant. That's yeah. right. Irish. Is that the joke that we've been off so long that we forgot who we are? I guess so. Basically. Yeah. So what, you know, middle age, senility. Yeah, looking forward to that. You know, losing all my shit. Losing, I lost it. Well, if you... strong, guys. <laughs> Sorry, no, really strong start. Strong start. Uh, <clears throat> well, if you can't tell from the show, which you can't because we haven't told you anything about it, uh, our show is Beards, Brews, and Bourbons. It's literally what the title says. We do beard stuff. We talk about beard reviews. We talk about beard articles. Try to show you the cool new styles that are coming out or the horrible styles that should die and go away, which we've done both. We also do brews, so normally we're taking, looking at craft beer, but we've dabbled in, you know, mainstream kabuche. Not yet, but maybe one day. And uh, we've had our embeds and whatnot, so. And finally, we do the bourbon portion of the show, which is, you know, bourbon, whiskey, all the deliciousness that's aged spirits. And we kind of talk about those and review them. Although tonight, we will mix things up a little bit and have a little bourbon with our beer, which we'll get to in a minute. Oh, yeah. And if you stay to the end, to the silent B, uh, which is the part of the show that doesn't really fit, it's also super R-rated most of the time. So, you know, careful listening to it if you have small ones around. But it's the, I don't know, it's the fun part. We have all sorts of stuff going on. And for this episode, it's be probably be the majority of it because we're going to talk about the year 2023. Oh, my. Year 2023. The year 2000. Thank you for covering this amazing. <laughs> Freaking Conan O'Brien. <laughs> it never gets old. I don't care. It does not get old. Nope. Although I guess in the new ones, it's like the year 3000 now, which uh, I've seen like one sense. or two episodes we've done that. It's like, uh, I wish you kept it to the year 2000 because it's fucking hilarious, you know? Yeah. It, yeah. But then again, I mean, it's, yeah, you can't, you can't ever really go back. Cause I mean, that was a different show because like, that we're not aware he had, he got the night the, the tonight show and then it didn't work out so then then he went on a live tour and then he got the tbs show but you can't really go back to what you did previously and yeah, i gotta kind of move forward so i mean i understand it but yeah it will never be i love conan o'brien but it'll never be as good as what it was back in like like the late 90s close to I the would, year 2000 close to the year 2000 i know i like his tour shows i think his tour shows are freaking hilarious like you get to see some of the world. You meet standard people. He shows how stupid he is to everyone. You know, mm. yeah. never got to see one, so I, I couldn't. I couldn't judge it. That's your homework. <laughs> That's your homework. Go to YouTube. Thanks. Thanks, teacher. That's right. Well, that's enough of an introduction and a preamble. Let us get into the business of tasting beer. So, what do we got here today? Well, we have, since we don't have a bourbon, uh, unfortunately, we do have a beer that was aged in bourbon barrels, which I think we've done before. I can't remember the last one we did that was like that. But did we do the Innocent Gun together? We may have. It sounds familiar. I think I think we did. That was like a, that was like one of the probably one of the first like five or six, probably, maybe. But uh, 
but yeah, anyway, it's uh, we actually going to do a beer from New Belgium, which we have done before for sure. It's we're going to do the Oak Spiral, Oak Spire. Sorry, not Spiral, Oak Spire. Excuse me, that's Oak and then S P I R E, which started back. Yeah, like a spire to a wheel, you know, like a wagon wheel. I think this are they the spires, like the the spokes or something. I don't know. I thought it was like the thing on like the pointy thing on top of buildings is a spire. Well, that's way fancier than I thought it was. No, no, wagon wheel, the you know, top of building. Yeah, that's awesome. But uh, this is classified as an American strong ale. It's got nine percent ABV, so it's going to be a little high. Although it won't quite taste like that. Uh, let's see the score on on uh, Beer Advocate is eighty eight, which is a fairly good score. I think so. Anything above seventy is usually pretty amazing. Yeah, it was. Let's see here. First produced in twenty eighteen. As a holiday release, so that's why we saw it kind of more towards November, and it's they're still it's still hanging around in a lot of retail areas. It just got to Virginia, like really solidly, solidly like yeah, end of December maybe. I mean, yeah, yeah. I first saw November. Okay, we've down here anyway, but yeah, it, uh, but they 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 partner with Four Roses Distillery, and uh, they classify it known for their smooth, fruit forward, and slightly spicy bourbons. Would you classify? Four Roses is that? So it depends on what Four Roses. I mean, if we're just talking their generic general bottle, like $20 bottle, that's not necessarily the words I would use, but mm. maybe they're, they're... No, I would definitely not say Fruit Forward on any of their products that I've ever had. Okay. And I've got a couple bottles in my liquor cabinet right now. Yeah. Uh, they're small batch. It's been a while since I had their small batch. So I'm trying to imagine if it's Fruit Forward. I don't, I wouldn't, yeah, I don't think so. You know how they like to over-describe things on on uh, review sites about things. So. <laughs> yeah. Sh- should I go? Should I go try some real fast? It's up to you. It's up to you. It's your, it's your well, I'd have to get out of the. I'd have to get out of the podcasting studio that I'm in right now. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. Curled up with a blanket, but I mean, be- yeah, I can be- do that. I'd take one. A bedio. A bedio. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Bedio. Yeah. Okay. Features a custom-built proprietary infusion method to pull the flavors from the bourbon's deep charred oak. Of course, those are the barrels, and marry it with a malty, sweet, deep amber ale. Hmm. This will come out as an amber yeah, amber ale. Uh, IBUs are 27, so it's low on the hop scale. Oh yeah. Oh, calories 265. Not bad for nine percent. Really, it's not. I that's impressive. I I don't believe that, but okay, I'll accept them. <laughs> ale uses ale yeast. It does have some hops. It uses Nugget and Sabro hops, which I'm not familiar with off the top of my head. Uh, but it's mostly malt forward, uh, which the malts I use are pale, Munich, caramel, rye, and roasted barley. So it's going to be a little heavy on the taste and maybe on the nose. And especially with the barrel aging, it will be kind of a bigger beer. So if you're, if you're not into bigger beers, styles, probably stay away from this. But you if think you so? like... Well, caution yeah, I mean, to the wind. Yeah, if you like loggers, twenty twenty three, dude. Caution. It's a nine. It's a nine percent lager. Drink uh, it. Uh, oak. It's not a lager. How dare you? It's a strong ale. Strong. Not ale. a lager. Come on, you know more. Okay. Than that. Sure. Uh, and the Scott. difference is the nine percent probably. <laughs> no, yeah. It's a strong ale. But uh, again, the, the, but the it's different from a a lager because again you do have the pale malt. Which is more used in in lagers, but yeah, you got that caramel and the rye and the roasted barley, which are going to add a lot more weight to it. I think that's fair. 
Unfortunately, there's no, there is a way to measure that, but they don't say it here. I, God, I forget what it is. The gravity, and there's mm-hmm. no gravity measurement, but I, I'm going to say it's only heavy size. All right. Well, I'm going to, I've already poured mine because I got a little ambitious there. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it's pretty. Like it's got this really nice amber color, which I assume is some of the, uh, the oak from the the used uh new oak barrel or it's not new oak it's used oak at that point right Charles barrel mm-hmm. i assume that's imparting some of the color yeah i would say that it would be it would be a lot lighter if it wasn't oak aged yeah and maybe the some of the malt they're using but still mm-hmm. gentle it's a gentle nose it's not like mm-hmm. abrasive or harsh yeah, it doesn't hit you pretty it doesn't hit you hard some i guess some caramel and toffee is what you know a little bit of that so is it is it fruit forward as they are claiming it is? Yeah, I just poured it. Let me uh, check the nose here. <clears throat> I, I I do get a little bit of apricot, but mostly caramel. That is a fruit that counts as a fruit. Yeah, Barely. stone fruit. Yeah, fucking <laughs> <laughs> apricots. It's smoother than I remember. Mm. It is sweeter than I remember. Are you drinking this small batch? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good. That's a good solid bourbon, I think. Yeah, four roses, small batch, forty-five ABV, so ninety proof from the Kentucky. It's got a nice smooth. <laughs> yeah, because some four roses in the past have been just, just terrible, just garbage. But the small batch, yeah, I, I like this one. It's sweet. I wouldn't say it's fruity. It tastes like it's got the little fruit taste to it, but not mm. it's not overly fruity. If that makes any sense, so that makes sense. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's it's just, it's a nice, it's sweet, and it's got a little burn. It's not like chewing on a piece of wood like some stuff that's been aged too long. So it's it's overall, yeah, it's a nice, it's a nice sipping bourbon. Yeah, I'm going to say I would be highly surprised if they're using their you know small batch barrels for this. I would think it's just their more mass produced barrels. Maybe not. I mean, maybe there's no difference. I don't know. I mean, they're all four ish years aged, so maybe yeah, they're I think all equivalently the same, right? I'll be honest, I see a lot more of the small batch on the shelves than I ever have before mm-hmm. because it just sells better. Well, they're than, trying to compete with yeah. premium brands too. Right, so. exactly. And people do know the name and they get relatively favorable reviews on bourbon sites. So I can understand why that they would kind of push out that product more often and have it on the shelf because it's a nice bottle, it's a nice look. So you, you'd want to have that out there just to say, hey, it's out here. I mean, you, you can't get their stuff, but hey, our, we're tried and true. Pick <laughs> us up for for for, for $32 or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Daily drinker, you know, so for those that do that. So we, we've, we've sampled the uh, Four River. Gosh. I, so Four Rivers Four is rivers. a local place. It's a barbecue place. In I love Florida. it. It's good in stuff. Florida. Well, they're everywhere, dude. Now, everywhere. Uh, yeah, they're everywhere Every- in Florida now. So I have a hard time saying Four Roses because I just want to say Four Rivers because it's delicious. No, you know, no plug there. Beer and barbecue go together. It's a B. They do. God, there's a whole show. It's a, like a festival that it's in, it's in Cary, North Carolina. It's all over. It's beer, bourbon, and uh, barbecue. Barbecue. There we are. Bacon. I think we were actually. just talking about bacon. I think oh, it's more bacon focused than barbecue focused, but it's pig and it's delicious. All right. That's enough preamble. I'm super excited to have this 9% oaked uh, New Belgium. Mm-hmm. Some caramel. Mm-hmm. Yep. Some it's sugar. actually not as heavy as I thought it would be. But then again, I my palate may be different because I don't <laughs> drink, 
I don't drink lagers or light beers very often. So I'm like, oh, this is great. This is a light beer. No, it's not. But it's not like it's not like a stout or anything. It's malty, but it's not overpowering malty. Mm-hmm. Good mouthfeel. Yeah, great mouthfeel, really. That could just be the really high ABV that's like, oh, it's coating the mouth. That's true. That is true. Yeah, it's yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, go ahead. I would say that's that's surprisingly good, you know. And I would say uh, let it let it don't drink it cold from the fridge. Let it mm-hmm. warm up a minute and it'll be like I can still taste a lot of the bourbon, like the bourbon warmness kind of afterwards. So you want to let it like just warm up so you can get that. Cause you won't, you won't get that if it's cold. No, no, I don't, I'm not getting any fruit forward <laughs> that we were just talking about in Spencer Long yeah. but you know, it's a fusion process. You're going to lose something. Yeah. Especially with your aging it in the oak, you're going to get, you're going to, I would say you're going to lose the spice. Well, is there any spice to it? I don't technically No. There's no spice to this. It's mostly malt, but yeah, you're gonna lose that the 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 fruity spicy flavor, and it's just gonna go all malt. But again, it's very pleasant. It's not malt's not a bad thing in this beer. It's really it's really good. Yeah, I think they could have probably. I don't know. I'm not gonna crap all over anywhere. It's a good beer. I think I they caught. They probably could have spiced it up a little bit more. Like I don't necessarily know how, so I will just redact my comment. <laughs> it's a nice beer. It's just like it's. It's fast, like the flavor mm. is just kind of like, oh, there it is, and there it's gone. You know, there's no it complexity. Is, it, yeah, it's not very complex or complicated. It's kind of like when you have a steak and you just got to put ketchup on it. You know, you just just eat that a little bit of. Ketchup. I don't. That statement is completely erroneous. A, I do not agree <laughs> with that statement. There's a special hell for people who put ketchup on their steak, Peter. Oh yeah, ketchup. That's it. It's the only condiment. <laughs> Didn't you go to culinary school? I did, and I'm kidding. I don't use ketchup on my steak, dude. All right. I'm just, I'm just reminding people for 2023. That's yes. right. Yes, I did go to culinary school. Good. I'm glad we got. That. I'm glad we established that. Does anyone else like if you're reading a recipe online and they say one of the ingredients is ketchup? Do you like immediately stop? You know, foot down on the brakes. No. Really? That's a, that's a new. That's a red line. Aha, for me. <laughs> no, because one of one of the best meatloafs I ever had in my life was we made a culinary school and and the topping, which sounds disgusting, was basically a one to one ratio of ketchup and grape jelly. And yes, it sounds horrible. Oh, my God. It sounds horrible. But in certain parts of the country, grape jelly is actually a, a big ingredient for your meatloaf. Hmm. So, yeah, hmm. so it has sweetness. It has moisture. A little bit of acid, you know, because you've got vinegar that's in the ketchup too. So, yeah, it's got its place, you know, as an ingredient. Sounds okay. legit. It sounds questionably legit, but I'll, I'll go with it. Yeah, I'm no. not saying as a main ingredient or anything, you know, or sometimes if you just want to add a little bit more moisture to something, you know, without yeah. it, you know, and thickening it up a little bit. So, yeah, yeah, ketchup, I mean, it's not a standard ingredient of anything I would right. use, but, you know, for a marinade or something, like, yeah, sure. The only thing I would come to mind is a sloppy joe. <laughs> if you're if uh, you're making the sloppy joe mix, which I, I I like a good sloppy joe every once in a while, you, you with the beef and then you just kind of put the ketchup in there with the it, it actually that's the only thing I can think of with like any kind of recipe. But that, even a sloppy joe again, it's just a sloppy joe. It's not fine dining. <laughs> well, yeah. it's not a 
a thousand dollar Carl's burger with a, a bottle of uh, champagne. I mean, yeah. Truffle oil. Yeah. yeah. Truffle oil. Yeah. Truffle oil is amazing. Goes goes a long way. Speaking of a long way, uh, that uh, that beer sampling, huh? Any, That's uh, pretty good. Yeah. Any final thoughts before we uh, move on? Thumbs up. Yeah, I wish I had tried it. Yeah. So for the, uh, the the audience, the general audience, Irish Giant misread the text message of the beer we went to buy and bought something entirely different or nothing or something. So this is Jimmy Boy and I having the beer. I did not come, I did not come to class prepared for the But you did have the Four Roses bourbon, so that did add to it. So it added <laughs> I did. to the... To the the kind of dual kind of like beer and bourbon part of the show. So you know what? Yep. I consider that a victory. I give my I give a shout out to my sister there for the uh for the four roses. I'm pretty sure she uh she hooked me up with that. So thanks. Well that was a tasty beer. It is super high octane again nine percent. It's a easy sipper. If you are not paying attention you will probably slide out of your chair when you go to stand up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well it go was it an 88 or something on the uh beer advocates? On beer advocate yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, that seems legit. That's a that's a pretty good beer. I think that's gonna be the brews portion of the show. We're gonna and that counts as bourbons too, and 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 bourbons. Yep, <laughs> it's a twofer. So we're gonna. And I gonna... helped. <laughs> Indeed, you did. You did. You did. It's a twofer. That's right. So now we're gonna stagger our way down to the <laughs> beard sports end of the show, and so Jim found us a uh, a kind of fun little article. Oh, fuck, man, we just totally, you know what? Let's back that up because we have the whole huge number of small breweries thing to talk about. Yeah, it's true. So we tried to stagger our way down to the beards portion, but we remembered that we have this really interesting article coming from the Wall Street Journal with. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I was doing that bullet. You backing up? You're retconning? No, oh, yeah. Yeah. So this is from the. Uh, WSJ, it's the huge number of small breweries creates a beer glut. Uh, this is from the 5th, so this is this year, this month, which is uh, pretty new. Irish Giant, why don't you give us the uh, the rundown and what we should expect from this article? Oh, tomfoolery and, and tomfuckery. I don't know. This the, the person who is giving their opinion is more than entitled to it. I don't personally agree with it, but basically the the gist is that the market is oversaturated. The consumer is faced with way too many choices. Whatever shall they do? And yeah. the majority of stuff on the market is crap. So I, I'm going <laughs> to... I mean, that that is basically what the person That's is That's what they're trying to say. Yeah, you're yeah. right. And I'm going to disagree with that. No, I don't think that the majority of the things on the market are crap. I think that the majority of the things on the market are not distinguishable necessarily from each other and so you can have a stout from 20 different breweries and you can taste it and say yes that's a stout it has the characteristics of a stout but it doesn't just jump out at me like oh my god this is one of the greatest things i've ever had and that's how i feel it but it's not they're not garbage they're just not remarkable so for i don't know the way that this dude speaks it's just like he expects that every beer that he gets from a craft brewery should be like the most amazing thing since sliced bread. And it's not going to be, you know, that that's just the way that it is. Very succinct. Yeah. That's, that's, that's actually a very succinct argument. The article starts off talking about like going down to your craft brewery 
and like getting some beers and hang out with folk. And like, to me, that's a quintessential experience of having craft brewery in your local neighborhood. And yeah, maybe the beer isn't going to be, I don't know, <laughs> three Floyd's, you know, quality I beer. still haven't had three Floyd's. Yeah. We got that on the back burner for a show later. Yeah. Guys, someday. It's like, and, and we're going to edit this part out, obviously, but it's like, you know, you get a blow job, right? Is there such a thing as a bad blow job? You know, I mean, no, probably not. It's on your Te- mouth. It's not bad. Teeth and braces, bro. Sorry. Teeth and braces. You know, but I don't know. There are some that are going to be mind blowing and there are going to be some that are just kind of, you know, blowing. I got, I got that. Yeah. Too. So yeah, I see what you did there, but it's just how, you know, it's just how it is. I mean, for me, like one of my favorite beers ever is from Orlando Brewing. It's, it's their blonde ale. Everybody makes a fucking blonde ale, but but there's something about it that when I drink that blonde ale, something in my brain registers that, oh my God, this is one of the greatest beers that I have ever had, you know? And somebody else could have that with something else, you know, mm. a dogfish, you know, or, yeah. or anything. It's just, it's just, it's all open to interpretation, but it just still goes back to what I said. It doesn't necessarily mean that all the other products are shit, you know? Exactly right. Yeah. And I've been hearing this argument for years now. It's oversaturated. It's oversaturated. That that's people complaining about. I I that speak for. I can't get my beard to be noticed or put on the shelf. I'm mm. sorry that that you're having problems with that. I'm sorry you feel every other beer is inferior to yours. But just take a step back. And again, you spoke, Greg. You spoke about. The breweries in your neighborhood that's great that going to the brewery and drinking the beer there locally that's great and so people don't like this brewery they have another brewery they like they go to that one and but people always assume they go to the retail shelf or the retail cooler the cooler is a limited space i'm sorry people yes that's the way it is and working for distributors they, they buy their way in there and they buy up all the, the space so you if you're a beer lover you're kind of have to kind of do your research and i'm sorry about that that you have to do that quit your bitching and just just do it move forward or get out of the business i mean you're literally yeah i mean you're literally complaining that there are too many choices and and what's going to happen is that you know at the end of the day the the beers that that the it's like beer democracy you know the the beers that the people Mm -hmm. have chosen are going to be the beers that that run their way forward and those are going to be the breweries that survive so yeah maybe there's thousands of breweries that quote-unquote don't need to be there and and at the end they won't be there because their product doesn't get them right you know recognized or you know so we weed it out yeah just just let 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 the people make the beer that they want to make let them compete or you know let there be all this healthy competition because i i think it's great that there's all these people saying oh my god there's all this stuff look at all the things that these people are are able to do I could do that too, you know, and it's just all you're yeah. doing is just bringing more talent and more options and more discussion and more people coming and sitting around the table at their local brewery to, to, to sit there and and have a good time. And, and and I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. And so that guy can go fuck himself. <laughs> Dot com. <laughs> Dot com. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's pretty succinct. I. I was gonna make the joke that it doesn't matter because NBEV will own all of them at some point anyway. But, uh, <laughs> That's true. Yeah, them or Miller Coors. All, yeah. all glory to NBEV. But uh, <laughs> and to put some kind of perspective on it, the guy that was complaining, I think is from San Diego and he's got a small bottle shop. 
Yeah, and fifteen hundred so square feet. So that's tiny. And again, but know. if you have a shop like that, do your research. Get the beers in there that you you don't know what your clientele wants. You should know that running that store in your neighborhood for however long you've run it. So just get the beer in there that they want, and then yeah. do your job. Stop. I mean, he must be he must be doing something right though because the price per square footage to rent in that area must be just it's San Diego. Ridiculous. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's insanity. Like yeah, he must be doing something right. Yeah. yeah, he must be doing something right to be able to be in business. But I mean, hey, people people love to complain just to complain and you get their name in an article. Wait, what, are we complaining to get our name into an article too right now? I don't know. <laughs> are we complaining? I'm, I think I'm, so. I'm complaining. How dare you cut that out? Com- yeah, I'm just complaining about the dude <laughs> complaining. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to up your complaining by complaining about your complaining. I'm commenting on the complaining. Well, you guys are talking to a Jewish guy and all we do is complain. Like, that's what we do for a living. So you're automatically at a disadvantage. Mm. At least you didn't ask to see my manager. That's Ooh, true. Sure. Well, she's downstairs, right? So I know where she is. <laughs> that, would, that would be the wife. The wife is yes. the manager. Yes. Happy wife, happy life. We got it. Well, that was fun. Yeah. There's no beer glut. Uh, let all the beer flow. Let all the beer flow. Yeah. You know? I yeah, agree. there's a lot on there, but yeah, at the end of the day, I mean, yeah, not all of us can be what uh, Highland Brewing, which is, you know, has a 40 acre facility out there. And right. uh, that's a good uh, brewery. It is. It's a good, good brewery. brewery. They've been it's around fun. for a while. And they, they 91, I think. But yeah, we're not, not every brewery is going to be that, you know? So, and, yeah. Set, know, know what you're getting into and just enjoy the beer right that's that's all you can say all right that's my soapbox you're here yeah yeah well you know we were going to talk about a uh a beard article but i think i think we've met some time we've we've gone over our time on that so uh we're gonna save that for another day and i guess mosey on down oh, i don't get to go I- to barber college <laughs> I don't know, Jim. Do you want to go to Barber College and tell us all about it? I couldn't tell you all about it. I guess didn't tell you what the article. But now we can we can save it for, uh, ah, for more content. We're here. We're here. Let's do it. All right. All right. Sounds good to it's, me. So the, the, my beards. Yep. The heads up is that when you are a uh, hair person, was a hairstylist, you probably need to focus on the beards because beards are big. We have a podcast about it and, uh, and you probably should know what you're doing. And so that's basically what the article is saying. Like they're, you're seeing increase in revenue from like, I don't know, doubling and the beard structure mm-hmm. since the last couple of years. And then they go into telling us about the three best beards for 2023. I almost said 21. I'm way off of my year because 22, I guess it happened. Well, the pandemic took a year out. So, or three, I feel, <laughs> you know, I, I started this pandemic with like a full, beautiful beard that was like rich in color and now it's like turning gray and i'm not sure what's happened in the last three years it's called aging yeah i know i don't want to i don't want to admit i'm getting older come on man i just sorry bro well i mean you do look like a raccoon now with that facial hair it's just kind of raccoonish which i'm jealous of because mine is just splotching all over the place but you actually have like a pattern like of a fine majestic and fur pattern i was missing that joke okay i got you now yeah 
No, it's your eating habits that made me think of you as a raccoon. Oh, obviously, your facial hair. Jesus. Dude. Yeah, you, oh, uh, rugged and casual. Rugged and casual. Speaking of that. So what are our three must-known beard styles for 2023, Jim? All right. Well, it's, it's uh, let's see. Number one, shadow goatee, which I've never heard that term before, but I understand it because as a guy who I keep my goatee fairly full, but I will let the sides kind of grow out a little bit. So what it is here is you have this traditional goatee, but you let kind of like your cheeks feature like a five o'clock shadow, you know, but it's, it, but it's still, you still, you maintain the goatee, but maybe every once in a while you put an electronic shaver on or just a, another regular shaver and just shave your cheeks. But then can I let the five o'clock shadow go back? So that's basically okay. what a shadow goatee is. Right. And they uh, say it's good for a patchy beard. If you have your cheeks are a little patchy, yeah. then you can still have like some hair there, but it's not like maybe super egregious you can see that's patchy yeah which is a kind of thing i maintain a little bit so because again my i can't my my full beard looks horrible not like yours uh, no, not yours. that's that's that <laughs> uh next number two rounded beard with a long mustache which i've seen more and more of now i see that quite a bit actually yeah yeah and it's it's just kind of like the uh where the beard is it's is very it's still very, very well maintained but it's full but the mustache just kind of creeps over the sides. And it's like kind of like the, it's like the traditional kind of like this handlebar sort of like that, but it's like, it's like they, they use, you can tell they use shaping product on their mustache because they want it to stand out. Right. The focus is on, there's a beard, but there's also a mustache when a lot of times like a beard consumes your face. So they're, they're, they're actually spending time separating the mustache out as my understanding. Yeah, exactly. Again, like I said, again, I see that more and more with a lot of guys just when I put the focus on the mustache, which is fine. I, I've never been able to do that, really, but kudos to those who do. And uh, number three is rugged and casual, which, again, it's the medium brawny beard, which, again, is it's the picture they do is like that's not really that's like a huge mountain man beard. They, yeah, uh, there's nothing casual about this picture. It's yeah. it's a guy with a full on blown like six to eight month beard yeah at least down to his like down to his like upper chest beard yeah but yeah it's still it's this is like the traditional rounded beard uh it's a little bit thicker it's fuller uh if you've ever seen star trek next generation it's thicker than the riker uh, <laughs> the, well the riker's a corporate beard though right yeah it is a corporate the riker is a corporate beard that's that's yeah. true that's true but no yeah it's a little bit fuller, but you still it's still very well maintained and you can still can trim it, but again, regular just you, all you need is regular trimming just to keep it kind of in in shape there. So those are the three styles that the uh, that the Buckner Barber School recommends for 2023, which is nice because again, it's it, it's not it's simple, keeps it easy, and it's just it, easy to maintain. Yeah. And what I what tickled me about this article was the fact that it kind of serves like a, as an ad for Barber School. Which is like, hey, if you're if you, if you're ready to pick up some clippers and, and start the magic, this is how we do it. And hey, get in because uh, research shows that the employment of hairstylists and barbers is expected to increase by eleven percent between twenty twenty one and twenty thirty one, which is that that's a big ten year margin. But I can see that because <laughs> it's that that it's not really going away because the more people want to focus on their looks and kind of maintain like just their overall aesthetic. That they they want a professional to do it, not just some random like place they found on the internet somewhere. They they want to trust. There's a, like there's a barber off near where I work downtown called Liberty Barber. Those guys do do this kind of stuff. 
Yeah. Also, what, bloodletting or something else there, right? <laughs> Irish Giant was telling us minor, ahead of time. Minor surgeries. Minor surgeries. There we are. But that's what that's what the barber pole was for, because it was bandages. It was. And teeth. I think they did dentures for you as well. And yeah, it's your one-stop shop. It was the CVS of the day, you know, or Walgreens. Yeah. We're seeing- yeah. Yeah, you had the alchemist, and then you had the uh, yeah, you had the uh, barber slash dentist slash uh, random surgery spot. So we're coming first. We're coming full circle. Exactly right. But yeah, no, I, I just thought it was it's a short, concise article, and they they wanted to try to get bar deciding if a barber course is right for you is one of the other, the other links. It's fun. It's a fun read. We'll uh, try to put up there on the uh, the socials for y'all. Oh yeah. And that's my thing about Barber College. Yeah. All right, everyone. I think we've done the show. We've had the brews. We've had the beards. And we snuck some bourbon in there in our brews as well. So I think that will uh, will do it for the show. Am I forgetting anything? Gentlemen. Yeah, we'll see, see you in 2024. <laughs> Enjoy the one show of 2023 that you're going to get. We, you know, we came out strong. We gave the people what they wanted, and uh, we'll see you next year. Oh, yeah. Just kidding. We're going to try to do more shows this year. Right, guys? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, even, I'll even buy the beer. <laughs> now, that will be something to see. All right, everyone. That is the show. This is Beards, Brews, and Bourbons. I am your host, Greg Scott. With me, I have two excellent gentlemen. It's me, G. Beaverton. And the Irish Giant. And as always, if you want to reach out and chat with us, uh, interact, socialize, which is things that people should do in 2023, we do have many ways of doing that. We have an email at host at bbbpodcast.net, which is also a website. Don't go there. It's in perpetual. Then, so they have purgatory? to just purgatory. So they just have to uh, type that into their 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 email or to email yeah. us okay all right. all right yeah or you can visit the website and go to the links for the socials and it's, it's there as well yeah okay and <laughs> we do have other ways of reaching us we are on facebook at bbb podcast and i believe we are on ah you know mm, this is the oh. first show we've had since uh mr musk has taken over the twitterverse we are still there we have not yes. been kicked off we are we are not a bot uh, yep. We haven't lost any followers, but we haven't really gained any followers either. So uh, find us at Bourbon Beards, all one word, on Twitter. And we do have the uh, where you Patreon. 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 We do have the Patreon. Yep. And that's also at Bourbon Beards as well. Oh, yeah. And TikTok, too. We, we are on TikTok, I believe, at Bourbon Beards as well. Yeah. Not on there a lot because, you know, the FCC's... Uh, threatening to kill it tiktok in general so yep we'll see but uh we'll see. We, we do have some some uh, content on there as well got our only fans page no nope. yep yeah wait we do yeah you don't have you don't have like your beard on there just a picture of your beard and then yeah, you're drinking it, a beer. oh wait but no that's my pubes oh whoops oh, yeah it's where we offer mustache rides it's on our only fans <laughs> Uh shit. Indeed. <laughs> shit indeed. Uh I can't believe that t- that that OnlyFans is gonna like 
shut down all their like premium adult content. It's like that's what like your entire website or app is well, that they, they don't know what they're doing. They kind of lost the yeah. game when they tried to do it before, and then they said no, but then everybody left. So I mean, they've already kind of dug their own grave. Yeah, it's all right. As long as the internet exists, there will be boobs. That is a great statement to go out on. Yep. And for more interesting topics like that, please join us on The Silent Bee. We're going to run that just after the credits and the music. Once you make it through that, we will have all the uh, interesting parts for 2023 and beyond on there. And maybe some Thank you, Swedish Chef. <laughs> oh, gosh. Let's do it. And that's the show. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the podcast. We are now in the silent B. This is the part of the show that is different from the other part of the show. We have How lots so? of fun. Thank you for asking, Jim. <laughs> And Peter, what are you going to say, buddy? No, I was going to say we just, uh, you know, take the take the filters off. The filters come off. Mm. Yep. The, the rating goes from PG thirteen to R. NC we keep it under NC seventeen, and we keep it uh-huh. under NC seventeen because we don't know who's going to listen. So you know, R. Twat. And <laughs> and and go. Right. So we are in twenty twenty three. We are super excited to be here. And we're going to think about what we're excited to be here for. So it's a brand new year. It's a, it's a brand new decade-ish, three years in, two years in. Um, I don't that, know. That's, that, that's not how the decade works there, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It's close enough. You know, what's three years between friends? <laughs> three years. Yeah, mm. exactly. Almost a third of a decade. Not quite, but close. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Rounding error. 0.9, I don't know, 0.29%. I don't know, roughly. All right. So predictions, thoughts, excitement for 2023. Uh, oh, there comes a good burp. Yeah. 29%, right. not 0.29%, 29%. Sorry. There we go. Jesus, dude. So predictions. Uh, COVID, still going to be here, guys. Sorry. Oh, yeah. I thought we were done. It ain't going anywhere. I never we- thought we it's basically yeah. the flu. It's basically just we're living with a, just a, a more dangerous flu. My worry is what's going to come after it now. What's the next pandemic level threat we're going to face? And I'm not excited about it. But I mean, it's it's we're we're a global community now. We're access to everything, so we're going to find more and more 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 horrible things. I am legend. Oh, yeah. Good. When Will Smith was cool and not a uh, whatever he is now. Cool. Slap, slappy McSlapperson. Yeah. And I'm excited for I am Legend too. I don't know if it's still going to play or not, but uh, it might be good. Yeah. So 2023, I am Legend 2. Boom. First one. Good job, guys. <laughs> Glad I could help. Okay. NFTs are down. They are trash. No oh, yeah. NFTs. As they should be. I was excited for them. I thought they were kind of cool. I thought they were interesting. Yeah, but just I so many people took a bath on them, which means they've lost a, a load of money. 
yeah. buying them. They're worth like a quarter of what they were. Yeah, that was never the interesting part to me. Like, you're not owning a goddamn Monet or, you know, a Rembrandt. You're owning some kind of digital image that can be copied and put, you know, pasted everywhere. But the idea of owning a piece of art was kind of cool, I guess. NFTs, non-punchable tokens, took a nosedive. Twitter is taking a nosedive. Well, crypto what? in general took a nosedive too. Oh, God. Oh, man. 60,000 at the height of Bitcoin. And now I don't even know what it is now. I think it's like 17, 18, something like that, maybe. It's a huge nose. Yeah. You know, Tesla shares. Is Tesla going to be around in 2023? Yes, they will. That's They awesome. will. But here's the thing about what's going to happen. Now that the game plan is out, every other car manufacturer has their electric car in the wings ready to go. They've got the prototypes and they're not. Lady Love or hate Elon, he 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 doesn't know how to stagger anything, and he just puts everything out there at once. And now that that he's kind of shown his game plan, they're like, we well, you know what, we're going to Chevy and, and the rest of those guys. They're going to hold back. They you know what? we we we've tested them. We made sure that self driving works it, to a degree, and we're going to come out with our pro- refined prototypes, and they're going to put Tesla on the run. I think. Yep. Uh, Mercedes just released, uh, sorry, released their level three autonomous vehicle. It's the first like officially um, tested, I guess, maybe from NHTSA. Actually, I'm not sure who was it, NHTSA or uh, Federal Highway. I'm not sure exactly who uh, certified it, but there is a Mercedes Benz that now is uh, a level three autonomous vehicle, which means it can drive itself in this particular instance, under 40 miles an hour, like on a freeway, hands-free, mm-hmm. and the, the vehicle is considered a driver. So I don't know where I was going with that, but it's something that's cool and exciting, and maybe we'll get no, newer technology. But no, yeah, exactly, because again, the car manufacturers that are not them have, have figured out what they're going to do, and they're going to put out their refined product, and uh, Tesla's going to have to scramble to keep up, because I've heard Tesla is still so, I've seen so many Teslas on the road, but the self-driving is not where it needs to be for them right now. And these other guys are going to come out with it first and they're going to, yep, they're going to put them to the test. Yeah. Plus the Cybertruck has been delayed again. I mean, and right now Ford has the number one selling electric truck in the country. So it's like the only electric truck in the country, but no, there's no, there's the, the Rivian's got one. Uh, Who else put one out? I, I saw that Ram show their and mm. uh, at CES this year. They're showing their uh, concept. Silver, Ram. Silverado's in production now too, fully yeah. electric. Yeah, so Chevy's got that. But uh, yeah, I'm excited personally. Excited for Ford to see what they're going to do in the next couple of years. Yeah, I'd be. I I think the F-150 electric, the what's it, Lightning? I think it's called. That's a it's yeah. a cool concept. I mean, like you can power your house. You can hook all your power equipment tools and be like, you know, do contract work and whatever, just pull it off your truck. It's got the frunk. So you just throw everything in there. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a cool concept of a vehicle. Speaking of vehicles, uh, more drones. I think we're going to see more drones in 2023 because I, I think I saw some article on another podcast. I won't mention it, but a drone now that you can actually sit in like a personal aircraft almost. Oh God. Is it trying to bring that to the United <laughs> States? Um, Ring Ring is bringing a personal drone, a security drone to market uh, late this year, early next year. Um, and you'll be able to like basically pre-program a flight path for it to follow. 
um, and it'll go around your home and just check for things. But the only thing that sucks is it's got a five minute flight time. Oh, uh, man. yeah, <laughs> really, really terrible. Um, but it's yeah, it's it's full HD and uh, you know audio video and and you can program multiple paths for it to follow. But yeah, it's it's got a five minute flight time. It's going to start at like two hundred fifty bucks, I think. So that's 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 something. Yeah, the price point's not horrible, but no, but the performance. I, the, yeah. yeah, the performance. Yeah, five minutes. And it doesn't do stairs either. So if you want, if you've got you know two flights in your house or more, you would need two of them. It can't. It doesn't know how to navigate stairs. Huh. And whoa, 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 So in my head, you said drone. I imagine a little quadcopter flying around the yeah. like a perimeter of your house or something. So you're telling me it's an interior? Yes. Drone? Oh, that's yes. Nice. It's for the inside of your house. Yep. My uh my Roomba <laughs> has a way longer battery yeah, than that's... I gotta hook up a camera on top of that. Just yeah. Oh, oh, and oh. And my, my favorite thing about this when I was reading the article was it's noisy too. They compared it to the same volume as a hairdryer or a uh or a blender so <laughs> if you want a little blender flying around your house for five minutes or rolling I, through your house but that's rolling, yeah, that's, yeah but there are other companies that are way ahead of that because i mean you, you, you get, if you can have technological knowledge you get a a, a real drone and then add a camera to no, just fly it around your house this, and that's this is a drone it. no this is a drone that flies around your house you said it couldn't do stairs it can't do stairs. That's the thing. So that's a flying that. drone can't can't fly upstairs. It cannot. It, yeah, that's one of the biggest drawbacks of it right now. Is it has that's trouble. the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It it's has literally the dumbest thing I've heard. It has trouble navigating stairs slash second stories of homes, <laughs> and it also apparently has propensity for banging into mirrors and Wait, who, who designed uh, this again? And windows. Amazon. This is yeah. So I thought it was Black and Decker. <laughs> Black no, and Decker ring. drone. No, it's a Ring uh, drone. Oh, Ring. Yeah. Well, Ring is. Ring is a cheap company. It's owned by Amazon. Is it? Yeah. Amazon yeah. bottom. Amazon sell. By the way, folks, if you don't know, Amazon will sell your Ring uh, video camera stuff to yep. uh, the third parties and third oh. parties. Oh yeah, they will. Yeah, they, they have no privacy. Yeah. So just FYI. So I'm hoping in 2023 we're going to get some stronger privacy laws. I mean, I know Europe's going that way. Maybe, maybe the U.S. will be like, you know what? Your personal data should be your personal data. Right. And I can I, see the problem with that is that they would, they're going to tack on, because the United States, we can't do anything, right? No. So they're, <laughs> so they're going to tack on, yeah, but the government will still have access to it. Plus, you're going to have to, oh gosh, where did I see this? Because um, like, I know Canada and Europe have the whole like PC, you can't, free speech will be curtailed where you can't necessarily say things like, like it'll be easier to sue based on defamation i think uh, liable and liable yeah so they may attach that to that which kind of scares me a little bit but but yeah no i would like to see more third like okay if i if i decline this uh agree user agreement i still should be able to use the product or yeah. the online product and not have to sacrifice so many well features. that's Right, that's what basically Facebook or Meta is doing. The EU said you can't bundle your EULA, your end user license, uh, end user license agreement, with uh, your acceptance to using the product. You can, you have to be able to use the product without accepting all the horrible terms, and mm -hmm. that's gonna cause Facebook some problems, I think. But we'll see. Meta. And that's that's like new, like this year shit. So Meta, I know. I just can't call it Meta. It's such like a it's a dumb name. It's just arguably a dumb name. 
it's yeah. a douche name. It's it is a douche name. I'm sorry. Yeah. Call All me right. Meta. Yeah, call me Meta. Yeah. Call me Meta. Uh, I'm the the artist formerly known as Meta. I don't know. Speaking of Meta, the Metaverse, mm-hmm. more of or equal to or less than in 2023. Well, John <laughs> John Carmichael left Oculus or Facebook, and he was like. I mean, he's the guy who invented Doom and like uh, just an amazing dude, uh, loves VR. And he's been trying to get them to like get the 250 for 250, right? $250 for 250 gram VR headset. And Facebook was like, nah, we're going to do the Apple version. And so now they're making the $1,500, the $2,000 VR headset. So I'm trying to say that Meta's going to have some problems because they're not being inclusive enough to get enough headsets out there. Um, yeah, that's the space they want to own. Then you need to own it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's what PlayStation has got a, a pretty decent market too, and they're coming out with their second generation VR headset for the PS5. So, yeah, I'm excited for that. Yeah, kind of leads me back to the, the fact that um, social media companies can't keep up, but you know who will? Gaming. <laughs> yeah. Gaming has always kind of been on the forefront of testing new technologies to get people coming back and using like again like xbox playstation they're going to be the ones that truly have the people in the oculus in right quote unquote the, i want to say metaverse but the the online universes they're going to be the ones that pioneered that and and the social media companies are going to have to if they don't improve they're going to have to buy into that and be like hey can we can we have a section for us please well yeah i mean well you get sony i mean they're hardware and software you know yeah and they're respected versus Meta trying to be like, well, yeah, we're software. Same thing with but, Microsoft. Yeah. yeah, but I don't think you understand that Meta, I think market share wise, like the total wealth of the company could buy Sony like three times over, at least. Like they have a lot of value. Well, so, why wouldn't they have done it already then? That would well, be a huge conflict of interest, I would think, or, or a monopoly. That, that could be it. They could yeah. be, maybe Sony doesn't make enough money for them to be interested in it. I don't know, you know. But they're already I, don't doing- I, don't, I don't think I don't think the Japanese would let themselves be purchased by uh by 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 them either. <laughs> by the lizard as folk. A of, uh, as a matter of honor, they'd be like, "Fuck you, white people. We're not letting that happen." <laughs> not gonna touch that with the tenth pole. Next topic: twenty twenty three games we're excited for. <laughs> Are there video games we're excited for? Spider Man two. Okay. Super Stalker Stoke. two. Don't know what that is. Don't know what Stalker mm-hmm. one is. Breath of the Wild it's, 2. Oh, Breath yeah. Breath of the Wild 2. Oh, fuck yeah. I'm excited for that. Yeah, that's, that's going to be the big thing. Is that going to be on the original Switch? Or is it going to like, hit the buy? That's the thing. Or? We don't know. I Nintendo hasn't hinted at anything yet. They've just been improving the Switch. So maybe you'll get a newer Switch. But as of now, it looks like it's going to be on the same platform as the first one was. I think that's they good. would shoot themselves in the foot if they if they made it exclusive only to an upgraded piece of hardware. Yeah, but that's the Nintendo way, isn't it? It is because you buy this, buy this new system, and you get Breath of the Wild two only playable on this system. Yeah, Nintendo's very closed doors on their stuff. At least, at least Sony has crossplay now. Sony, Microsoft, Xbox, excuse me, and like computer games can have crossplay. We can play with each other, which is crazy. In-game purchases, though, is the problem with with Uh, guys microtransactions. Nintendo, at least. Is usually you just you buy it, you get it, and that's it. 
Oh, they're they're starting to get more season passy and stuff like that, though. That you know, like Sony and PlayStation too. Because, like, I bought, I finally got a PlayStation Five about I don't know six months ago. Nice. You know, back order for that long. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I, put, I, I, no, and I'm not exaggerating. So I, I did it through Amazon, and you had to sign up to get an invitation from Amazon to buy a PlayStation. So I did the invitation. I forgot about it. And eight months later in my email box, like, oh, here, we're inviting you to buy a PS5. You've got 24 hours to decide if you want to do it. <laughs> so I bought 48 hours or something like that. So I bought it with the intention of either, you know, my wife's going to kill me and I'll just resell it for double the price and make a profit. Or my wife's not going to kill me and we're going to have a new gaming system. So it turned out she didn't kill me. I haven't had a new playstation last time i bought a playstation was 2008 um so i skipped the entire fourth generation playstation so now i went from ps3 to a ps5 it's light years ahead oh yeah but the gaming environment is is it's familiar but it's also different so you know these season passes and and connectivity and just all the stuff that i get you know i'm like a kid in a candy shop and i'm going back buying games now that have been out for five years 10 years oh, yeah. oh, yeah. brand new to me but <clears throat> all the spider-mans like, <laughs> I mean, Spider amazing yeah so i bought i just bought you know so the, the very first spider-man came out in 2018 it's five years old at this point i just beat it like two weeks ago you know i got them i got the miles morales one that came out in 2020 i think Mm-hmm. so it's two or three years old at this point and and that game is amazing and but now the new spider-man that's coming out is going to be playstation 5 only which to me just means like they're they're gonna they're gonna let the throttle open up on the on the hardware and let it actually shine so that's that's what i'm excited for so if you can get the hardware to buy the game to play the game great if not you may have to wait for it but i don't know i'm i'm, I'm excited about that but but the transactions yeah sony is smart because you know they'll they'll take all these games and whether they're doing it to people like me who haven't played in 10 years or something like that like oh all these great games and they'll put them on sale at 50 60 70 right. 80 off <laughs> you know i mean right. yeah steam does the same thing yeah like i mean steam i'm playing ga- playing games that people have been talking about for a decade and i'm just now getting to discover and they're at affordable prices and, yeah. and you know and and i i paid the extra money you know i i got the uh the expanded internal um solid state drive for my playstation so i've got three terabytes of space internal and i can download the games everything cycles quickly if i really wanted to i can get an external drive and, and play directly play ps4 games from that so it's it's yeah i'm, I'm actually I, I haven't been this excited to play video games in quite a while yes. and i've i've kept up with nintendo too you know i've got a, i got a wii i got a wii U, i got a switch Oh, I know. You have all the Nintendo. You yeah, Nintendo but but, but Nintendo, Nintendo's biggest problem is they've always lagged behind the other. They have, know, but they hardwire, hardwire. But they're not. They've, but they're not hurting for for people that want their systems and still buy their games. So they're no, not. Not at all. So they they're, they're they've always had this. You know what? You guys can do what you need to do. We're going to be traditional, and just do what we've always done. And they've always kind of killed it. In that well, regard. because because and they've also still they've they've got their legacy brands. Nobody else yeah. is going to have Mario, you know. Right. Nobody else is going to have. You, you can't, yeah. yeah you can't Nobody else is going to have Metroid, you know. I mean, nope. it's just all right. So. You mentioned Mario, so we're we're moving into movies now of 2023. Are we excited for the Mario film? Are we excited <laughs> for any movies this year? I'm excited to take my daughter to see it. 
Embassy. Yeah, that makes sense. I'll but, wait for I wait for it to hit streaming. I'll yeah, the theater. I mean, my, my daughter's going to be five next month. She's never been to a movie theater. I haven't been inside a movie theater since 2019. Maybe mm-hmm. even I don't know because of because of COVID. So I mean, I, I just want to go just for the experience for her. And and the preview, make, yeah, it looks cute. Um, it, it's I don't know if they're going to be able to beat you know John Leguizamo or not, but <laughs> we'll see what oh. happens with that. But uh, oh. I don't know. I mean, we'll see. My we'll favorite see. story about that movie, the original Morrow film, is like apparently John Leguizamo and uh, Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins, great yep. actor by the way. We're great just to- drunk off their asses the entire yep. time because it it was it's a shit show production, and they're like. Yeah, fuck it. We're just gonna get drunk. I like the movie either way, but of course, it's a classic. It's a, just a classic. Uh, all classic. Cult. Yeah, cult classic. Yeah. Exactly. Disaster of a yeah. Disaster of a film. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the the next Marvel phase. I, I know Ant Man and Quantum Mania is the next big Marvel movie that's supposed to come out. Okay. I think this year. I'm looking forward to that. I'm seeing where they go with like Secret Wars and next Captain America featuring Anthony Mackie. Yeah, it's kind of exciting. The Secret Wars is kind of interesting. Uh, see what they do with that. The Phase Four. Yeah, I don't know. Speaking of Sam Raimi, because Sam Raimi, <laughs> they're having a new Evil Dead. I'm stoked for that, man. Yeah, I saw the the, the mother. What what's it called? Like uh, Mother of Evil I, Dead, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, I mean it's Sam Raimi directing it. I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong on that. I think so. I'm pretty sure. He, I mean, if it's Evil Dead, seriously I mean, googling. I'm sure. I'm pretty sure he's attached to it. Somehow, twenty-three. What's going on? We got more shows. Hopefully, out. Oh, Picard. Picard. There we are. Yep, TV. Picard's coming through. So yeah, uh, there's a lot. There's a lot of new content being out. There's a lot of new Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. Seven and nine supposed to be getting their own series. Section thirty-one supposed to be getting their own series. So uh, yeah, this is a new, new, uh, new golden age. And plus, we're we're talking about Star uh, Star Trek, Star War, uh, Star Wars, Mandalorian season three comes out this year as well too. I don't know, man. Star Wars is, is just too saturated. I think at this point, it's just it's just too much. The 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 critics disagree with you, and the fans disagree with you. Yeah, yeah. everybody's watching them. As, for somebody casual like me, it's it's just too much. But I've heard that argument before, so I understand it. Yeah, well, it's like beer. <sighs> There's just too many microbreweries. <laughs> it's you know? too much. Too much. Lot, you know? Too much good stuff you out know? there. Consume. You know, I just I want to get my Budweiser and just enjoy it. Yeah, I want my Zima, you know, and my, and my I, course, I want my White Claw. That's oh right. Oh, God, the White Claw. High noon. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think that will do it. We've made many predictions for 2023. We hope you're excited for it. We are going to have some great new episodes coming out in the nearest future because, you know, time is a, a nebulous beast. Yes, yeah. exactly. Fickle mistress. Wily, wily bitch. <laughs> and, yep, yes, it. exactly. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a stalker that hunts you. <laughs> there we go. Like a lion. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, yeah, we, uh, we're excited for the new year. We're excited you're listening to the show. Uh, again, reach out to us on the socials and the emails and all the different verses you can contact us on. And I think that will do it for our first episode of 2023.